humor and heartache. For a million years. No, sorry, what? And I bet we'll be together for a million more. Gross. Oh, it's like I started breathing on the night we kissed. And I can't remember what I ever did before. What would we do, baby? Beyond, beyond us. What would we do, baby? Fun. The beginning is near. We have reached the first curtain. And so I'll say it clear of this, which I am certain. Certain. Okay, no, we're gonna we're gonna do it my way. Or maybe <laughs> partially your way as well, our way <laughs> this year and week. Why change things You did it your way. Tastes great. Less filling. Oh, Cliff, you know, we have lots to cover and to talk about on the show, but before anything, I want to make a big emergency announcement. Big emergency oh, no. announcement. <laughs> I was just reading not, not just a few minutes ago about Something terrible, terrible. You know the world's awful already anyway, but just add oh, this to the Kendall. list. <gasps> Let's not go into oh, it. Oh, Cliff, I'm not, except for this part, because this part concerns us. Hershey's, they announced that they are having a huge candy shortage this year for Halloween, and they're, they're afraid they can't fill demand. So I just wanted to go oh, ahead and no. alert you and alert our <laughs> listeners that if you are in the sound of my voice, Get the hell out and start going to buy candy now so you have enough. Because we can't do a Halloween with candy candy. We need candy candy candy. Well, that part is absolutely true. But I do want to assure our listeners who are already lacing up their sneakers. You can keep lacing and because you can go to the store. But I have already seen, though it be only August, I have already seen... Halloween candy out. So if you go now, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go now. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, the listeners, if you're already on the way, you don't feel like you have to break the speed limit. Okay, because you're <laughs> no, already you on can, the way. You can go at normal speed, but you know, Target starts taking down Halloween usually like a month before Halloween anyway. This year they're going to do it like two months, so we got to get started right away. Well, uh, Kendall, let's not count our dead chickens before they don't hatch. <laughs> let's but that's what I've become so good at. No, Kendall, let's accentuate the positive. Eliminate the negative. I, I have a feeling this episode's gonna be a singing episode. I got a feeling <laughs> that this show's gonna be a song one. A song one. You know what song ran through my mind the other day? The song we sang at Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. I like big butts. Oh. What? No, that did too, oddly. But then this also, <laughs> this we did sing at Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn and Mr. Snowbottom's wedding. 
Uh, we it was a beautiful night. I'm looking for something dumb to do. Hey, baby, I think I want to marry you. Remember that? Did we not? We did sing it. We sang that. Oh, the, I, no, we didn't sing Big Butts. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. I thought you said one that we didn't sing, and I was like, I am pretty sure. I, if I, my not. memory serves me correctly that we did sing that song. <laughs> last thing I'm going to do is trust your memory to serve anything. If well, your memory was... were a butler, uh-uh, the but, that butler did it. And no no <laughs> ifs, ands, or buts, butler. Sure we didn't, because I don't trust myself. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. I don't know what the hell we're hearing. And I don't know why Good. we're surrounded by so much butter. We're here at the Springfield Municipal Auditorium. And we're set up in this huge butter thing. I like big butter booths, and I cannot lie. Oh. We're at the Busheltown Butter Bash. Oh, it's such a big... I, I was telling about last week. It's a huge festival where people just come from all around, from <gasps> everywhere, to just show their butter and, and share their butter with the world. And, you know, Mrs. Butter 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 Churn, she has the best butter around. So she, of course, has a booth that we've set up right here next to. But now, Cliff, we're, we've got a lot of butter around us. That's why I'm, I'm hyped up on butter. I don't know about you, but I've had like four sticks since I've I been I feel here. disgusting. I've had four and a half sticks, and I'm already moved from the hyped up to disgusting stage <laughs> of butter. So I would hold off, Kendall. You're, you're moving that half a stick close to your mouth, but I want to warn you. <laughs> okay, I'll hold it. I'll hold it. door you don't want to open because I feel like... You ever feel your whole esophagus just clogged with? Yeah, I mean, you're, we're used to having our arteries clogged, but <laughs> your esophagus just clogged with butter, and it's like you know, and it's not. It's and it's a whole thing. Anyway, Kendall, but that's not. We're here surrounded by butter, but that's the last you'll hear of it, I'm sure, because this is a show about snails. Snails. Snails in the first half. Let's talk about snails, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the snail things and the slug things. Did you know snails and slugs are the same motherfucking thing? Oh, they are. Did you know this? Well, then why are they called different things? Well, let me find my, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, I can tell you. You don't have to look for it. I've got my list right here. Well, because slugs, they don't have a shell. Oh, shit. But snails have a shell. They have a shell snail. Snail shell. But it's so the same thing, just with and without a hat, right? Yeah, which you think, wouldn't, why don't we just call them homeless snails? Why? Well, that's put sort of a negative spin. I guess so. Uh, I don't mean to say anything negative. A slug, you, you know, slug's kind of a fun thing. Hey, that slug over there. <laughs> hey, it's a fun thing. But now I got, so I have something that I have to tell you. Oh. You know, we do a lot of facts on this show. Yeah. And this one, I had you pick my three chins up off the floor. Uh-oh. I had to take, pick them up. Because if if you would have if you would have said Kendall. What animal has the most teeth out of any animal? I would have said, well, I know one thing it's not, and that's the snail. Uh-huh. But I would have been 100% wrong. Uh. It may be the pen, size of a pen, but snails' mouths can have up to 20,000 teeth, depending on their species. Isn't that insane? That, that seems totally insane. Especially when you think of how there's 150,000 species of these gastropods and they're living 
in all habitats from the deep, wet ocean trench to the high, dry deserts, Kendall. And that's a lot of teeth when you add those teeth to the species there. There are snails everywhere, man. There are snails there's everywhere. There are snails everywhere. Yes. I couldn't get over it. And so it's one of those things like, I've always been scared of spiders, but now maybe I should change. Maybe I shouldn't be that scared of spiders. They only have eight legs and two fangs, and snails have 20,000 damn teeth. Uh, I prefer 32 feet and eight little tails of white to all that. <laughs> now, Kendall, this is... Well, you is... weren't wrong when you said it was going to be a singing show. You're, you're damn tootin'. Kendall, this is something funny. It's funny because I just watched a movie that was related to this. Isn't it what a small world when this happens, you know? Maybe this means something like those mashed potatoes in Close Encounters. Snail or slug mucus that might improve your skin because some studies have found that this mucus might be helpful to heal wounds and, you know, it might trigger an immune response. Sounds like that when it's triggered and it helps (laughs) skin cells Regenerate, and you know what's funny? What you can you guess what movie uh, just watched where someone was using a snail mucus to beautify their face? Uh, Death Becomes Her? No, Kendall, they use a no, magic of potion. Not, dummy. In that. <laughs> well, I, I thought maybe she had some at first and she was uh, trying. It's like, this isn't working. And then they. Debunked. Uh, no, what movie? It was uh, the, whatever the most recent SpongeBob movie was. <laughs> King, well, see, I would have never guessed that. One. <laughs> King, somebody or another Poseidon or somebody under the sea. They got Gary SpongeBob's, you know, snail, oh, and they were yeah. using his. Well, they rub them all over their face. Yeah, and they were just going through them. I'd rather have bad skin. I'd rather have bad skin. Well, you've got your wish, Kendall. Another now, yes. I was going to say, one of the things that makes snails so much like us What'd is they can it? sleep for a long time. And when I say mm. long, they can sleep almost as many as long as, 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 never mind. They can sleep for a long time. They can sleep for up to three years. Oh, it's been a long, long time. Kendall, what's funny about those snails, even when they sleep, they have lungs even aquatic ones some freshwater snails don't breathe underwater but they have a lung that floats to the surface every time they need to breathe they have gills and a lung i bet you didn't think any oh. animal on earth had such a makeup i did i'm learning so much today i think snails may be aliens that were sent to earth before we got here and that's that's really the aliens oh kendo what's really sad is that you are an example of just this basic humanity, this human trait that we want to attribute things to some fantastical reasoning instead of just saying, hey, there's some little weird wet animal that slides around on the ground. I don't know why the hell it's here, but there it is. Is You gotta say it's an alien, it's E.T., it's somebody coming from the outer edges of the universe, and Kendall, I'm sick of it. 
Well, you can't take that away from me. <laughs> no, 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 you can't take that away from me. I love it's it, still a, it, it's, it's At least for the next couple months, it's still a free country, Cliff. Yeah. <laughs> You've brought joy back to the show, and I appreciate that. Kendall, <laughs> do you have any other snail tales or memories? Well, a personal personal oh, anecdote. Personal. Oh, jeez. Um, you know, I love when you ask me this question. It's one of my favorite questions to ever be asked on the show. Um, oh, I don't... I don't know if I have one. Did you ever pour salt on a snail as God, a child? No. Are you kidding as me? That's psycho. so mean. So mean. And I have now. I have many times accidentally stepped on a snail, oh, and oh. and it just ruins my life when I do. Because I'm just like, oh no, I've destroyed this poor snail. And I, you know, a lot of people think, oh, you know, they break a uh, thing, they just move on to the next shell. But unlike slugs, snails can't leave their shell. That protects their organs. So once it's cracked, uh, they're gone. Well, sad. So I, I brought it back down. <laughs> oh, oh. Kendall, but now this will bring us back up because you know how musical we both are. You like to play the piano and I have the voice of an angel. And, you know, mm -hmm. conches are very large sea snails and people have used shell trumpets as musical instruments for how long? For millennia. And shell trumpets, they play an important part in the mythology of ancient Greece, India, and Hawaii. You know, uh, the Triton, the Ariel's father, calmed the waves with a conch shell trumpet. And remember in Lord of the Flies, how that's how they would let each other talk. They'd say, I've got the conch, so that they would talk yeah. if they had the conch. So it's very important in a lot of ways to history. It's very important. You know, those little aliens. Can you um, do? Uh, <laughs> can you do an impression of blowing the conch shell? Pretty close. Uh, let's let's hear mine. You can tell mine was on more of a pitch, but yours was good as well. I think they sounded pretty much both dead on. Um, <laughs> Now, Cliff, you want to be careful, though. It, you, you might pick up a conch shell to, to play it or to talk, but make sure you don't pick up a cone snail, because uh, that venom will kill you. Do they, those are the ones that live in pine cones. Well, it's a, it's a, sea, a sea snail. I started to say seashell. Uh, the cone snail draws an unsuspecting divers or animals with its colorful shells, and then it releases a venom, a venom harpoon once its victim gets close enough, and it a can cut through skin, gloves, and even wetsuits. Oh, a venom harpoon. I am changing my whole thought process about snails. I'm terrified of them now. Oh, that is a terrifying prospect, Kendall. Now, what's this? I think is bizarre. I still don't think it's attributable to alien encounters, but several species of earthly <laughs> snails. Oh God, wouldn't you vomit if you saw this? They have hairy shells, especially as juveniles. <laughs> Would you just be so grossed out if you saw a big hairy snail walk towards you? Very slowly. <laughs> well, yeah, I would. It's got twenty thousand teeth. Oh, that—that that is, and even it just disgusting. But now this, 
You've all, all heard of, you know, the biblical prophecy of how it's easy to fit a camel through the eye of a needle or whatever, mm-hmm. etc. I don't even have to explain it. But the recently <laughs> discovered Angustopila Dominicae, I'm like Kendall, I'm giving out Latin names for no reason, maybe the smallest land snail ever found. It has a shell of 0.03. Uh, is that three hundredths of an inch tall? Kendall, and if you line 10 of them up in a row, they could all march through the eye of a needle on top of each other like circus performers. That Can is you, just crazy. That's insanity. It, oh, um, what if they were hairy? Now, I want you to guess how long it would take a snail to travel one mile. Just take a wild guess. And don't look at notes or anything. Just take a wild guess. If I were a snail traveling a mile, I'm, it's, let's see, it's going to take me three and a half hours. And so it's going to Well, you got the three part right, Cliff, but it would actually take a snail. Oh, is that what you were saying? It would take me three and a half hours. Oh, sorry. How long would it take a snail? Three hundred days? (laughs) No, now you've overestimated. Uh, Uh, 33.33 hours for an Mm. average snail to go a mile. That is a long mile. But that doesn't take into account those, you know, Flojo, Jackie Joyner, Kersey snails out there that are just zooming. But, you know, oddly enough, that is the same amount of time it took me for my marathon. Oh, my. <laughs> Have you ever so seen butter. so much butter everywhere? Why, I've seen light white butter down to dark golden yellow, boys. <laughs> Dear, did you see the butter fountain they have out front? Oh, it's, it's absolutely stupendous. Oh, yes. You can get bread or lobster to dip inside of it. <laughs> you know which one I'm going with, boys. <laughs> I've got oh. a lobster bib on right now. <laughs> well, you know, we could really use some bread in here. We've, we've both been through like four sticks of butter. Uh, and, Kendall, and they're uh, good, but... Uh, I, I'm, you know, I think I might be a little bit buttered out. Do you have... What's your... Cure, Mrs. Potter, butter, butter churn. If somebody starts to feel, you know, that butter fatigue, uh, what do what do you do so you can get well, some dear, more in? You know, a lot of people might say you have some bread, but I have a different mm. point of view. I think that if you just get a tortilla shell, like a nice flour tortilla, soft shell, uh-huh. and take a few bites of that, that'll cure you right up, dear. <laughs> oh, I think that it would. Oh, oh that is a good idea. All right. Well, I have to. Is there a tortilla station out there? Or did you bring some in your purse that I could? Oh, dear, I might have some in my purse. I'll have to go check in a moment. Oh, and you know, we've got a lot of butter stations left to check off of our list, boys. We, we can't be spending too much time in here with you Oh, two. look, I, I like your little butter list you got over there. It's got, you, got a little, you can put check marks for each booth, so you make sure you hit every one of them. Oh. Oh, dear. Well, of course, you want to make sure you yeah. don't miss any. Yes. Oh, you know, oh, 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 oh sugar lump. I, I think it's time oh, for booths. 14B. They're about to start oh, the big butter presentation. Mind. Oh, I've got my butter knife here, ready to spread. Oh, dear. Well, excuse us, dear. We must get back to our butter hunting. Oh, yes. <laughs> See you later. Oh, that, ooh, tortillas do sound good. Anything sounds good right now. I'm so full of butter. Oh, I love anything <laughs> wrapped in a tortilla. 
Don't you? Just honestly. Oh, God, yeah. Really, now, Kendall, I have, I have Except a, for snails. A, no, no snails in the tortilla. I have a fun game I thought we could play. I have a little... I'll be the judge of that. ...book here. <laughs> uh. Oh. This, oh, look who it is. This is my book. This was mine uh, uh, all my whole life. This is a Jay Leno Headlines book. And it is... When did he start on The Tonight Show? Was it in the... 80s? I, well, I hope you're Googling, because I, I thought it was like 1991. Oh. But I am i don't know. First episode. Oh, my God. Wow, you are so on. First episode was 92. 92. Okay. Well, here's what's weird. <gasps> this book came out uh, according to the copyright page. This book of headlines came out in 1990. So he was oh, doing. Oh, so he had that act before he ever went on the show. He, or I wonder, because you know he was a guest for so so long, he must have uh, maybe already been doing his own kind of a little shtick on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, Kendall, I thought. Yeah. I would. What I would do in here, because you can see this book, it has some headlines. Yeah. Yeah. And then it sort of has. Sometimes it gives the quip that Jay followed it up with. So I thought yeah. I'm gonna read the headline and see if you can match the quip. Yeah, to what yeah. Jay had to say about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're short. Okay. They're short quips. It's not a yeah. big long thing. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough one. Okay. And I, have, I mean, I, this really was my book. I loved the headlines. What's not to love? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one, uh, this headline says, ants take a long time to cook in a microwave. But they take even longer to cook on a stove. <laughs> no, Jay's is better. He says, but well worth the wait. <laughs> oh, of course they are. Uh, this one says, do neat stuff like drinking sewer lice, teachers urged. Or just drop out of school and don't listen to them. <laughs> no, Jay says, here's an argument against tenure. Oh, close enough. <laughs> this one says, teacher dies, board accepts his re- resignation. But they can't get enough money for the funeral. Uh, no, Jay says, normally we wouldn't, but I guess this time it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that one was too good to share. Uh, this one, last one, okay. Kendall. You have one more time to match J. Okay. All right. This that's the name of this match <laughs> J. All right. This one said this was like a ad, a personal ad or something. It says grandmother will babysit two hundred and five year old in her Stewart home. Uh, but she doesn't do windows. <laughs> Jay says, 205 year olds, don't these kids have older brothers and sisters to take care of them? <laughs> and I'll let the listeners decide who won that round of Match Jay. Oh, yeah. Well, we can let them decide, but we all know. <laughs> Kendall. Oh, my God, Cliff. Yes. Yes. Snails. Well, snails, J-Rod. Anything else about snails? What is your last and best snail facts? So snails have the shells, and they're creatures made of goo. What is their... Why did God put them on this earth? God? Well, I, you, you asked me two different questions. The the one that I'm going to answer... Answer either one you want in which... Answer in whatever good. order you want. Okay. The one I'm going to answer... Is um, I forgot now. I forgot the question, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna answer with my own answer. Okay, uh, Cliff. 
snails. <laughs> snails, J-Rod. They may have just been the inspiration for a big, big character in history. Uh-oh. Cupid. Cupid? <gasps> yes, one researcher argues that the myth of Cupid's arrow might come from the mating rituals of Helix Asperera, a garden snail. Some of these snails shoot love darts as the object at the object of their affection, containing mucus that increases the chances of their sperm surviving. So next time you see Cupid, you think of a, a 20,000 toothed snail. I would rather think of a naked baby with a bow and arrow, and I don't particularly well, enjoy thinking of that. I think we could see why they went with a naked baby. Ooh, uh, all these darts, they're... What's the difference between these love darts and the other darts that the snails shoot out? Well, one of them's got venom. Oh, one, <laughs> one of them's I, got love. I, one of them has sperm in it. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I hope that they're very careful and know which ones they're shooting at all times. Kendall. I don't know, Cliff. That Why should they be any better than humans? Well, and that's <laughs> not a joke. And, you know, if, if you got shot with a dart by a snail... I would get Charles the contractor in here to suck out the venom. Oh, Cliff, I'd and rather die. That, that would be that would be helping people. And I think it's time to help some more people. It is a good time to help people. You've got questions. We've got answers. Dear Cliff and Kendall. Dear, I don't like how you said it's a good time because that implies there's a bad time to help people. <laughs> no, well, what I know is it's always a good time. Always a good time. Uh, I have a letter right over here. I'm so excited to read. It's been a minute since we've helped some people, so I can't wait. Here we go. Hey, let's see. Nope, it's upside down. Oh, it's in cursive. So hard to read cursive. Dear Cliff and Kendall. Oh, that's um, us. Good start. I have a younger sister I love dearly. I respect and admire her. Elise is an intelligent and talented. She is a minister's wife and a mother of two small children. Due to some unfortunate family circumstances when she was young, she had some emotional scars she's trying to overcome. Don't we all? Uh, uh, Sometimes at family gatherings, she'll explode and lash out at whoever triggered her. Her uh, outbursts usually take us all by surprise. So triggering. How, how do we, as siblings, who have grown up in the same environment, handle this? We don't think our childhood was so terrible, although we did have some challenges, and our dad uh, does have some narcissistic tendencies. He actually recognizes that and is trying to improve himself. And sometimes we feel that makes mountains out of a molehill, molehill, but we want to be sensitive to her pain. I'm concerned she'll end up controlling our family gatherings in a negative way if these flare-ups don't stop. What do you think could be done? And that's befuddled in Busheltown. Help him, Cliff. I got so annoyed by befuddled in that, re- in that, you know, that letter that they just... By the end of it, they were grating on my nerves. So <laughs> I'm hoping that, you know, give your sister, I think they were asking about their sister, give her a hug, you know, tell her, say, hey, did you know that snails, they shoot the darts and they shoot two different kinds of darts out of their ass. And, you know, try to just change the subject uh, so much. You know, ever since we did that episode about the happy brain chemicals, everything in life comes down to brain chemicals and if you can just distract that was a whole lot of what the brain chemicals were about distracting your stupid self and if so Uh, she's full if she's flipping out 
I don't distract in that way. Some distractions <laughs> are too unsettling. But, you know, if she's flipping out, flaring up, as you say, stop her and say, hey, the snails and the darts, maybe she, that'll be so weird. And, you know, say, hey, what if Cupid was a snail? You know, and just start it like that. And even though I like a, the way you're thinking, it's a terrible, I would go with <laughs> I would go with the teeth topic, though. Oh, see, that never works. <laughs> well, Kendall, <laughs> to each his own. All right. <laughs> All right, Cliff, help us or help help somebody. Or well, read one so I can help. Him. I, yeah, I was going to say I already did help somebody. But here's another. Oh, sorry. Where's it? Here it goes. This says, Dear Cliff and Kendall. I am a semi-professional photographer. I charge for some of my work, but most of it's done for fun. Recently, Kendall and Cliff, I attended the wedding reception of some dear friends, and I shot four rolls of film, about 100 photos total, at the event. And I had the film processed and printed, and I put labels on the backs of the date with the date and all this stuff. Uh, Sorry, that was me, not the <laughs> I put them in a wedding album and I gave it to the bride and groom as a gift. And a friend of me invited, a friend of theirs invited me to her wedding reception. And it was unspoken, but understood that I would take pictures there, which I, that's a little odd if you ask me. I paid for four <laughs> rolls of film, Cliff and Kendall. This film does not grow on trees. However, since the bride works for a photo lab, I thought she could get the film processed and printed for free or at a discount, so I just gave her the film. She had assumed that I would pay for the processing of the film, and now she's upset and she has declared that I've ruined her marriage. I think she was expecting too much for nothing and should be fucking happy to get whatever the hell I give her and develop at her own damn cost. Am I wrong? And that is signed photographer in Phoenix. That should have been signed right in Phoenix. So uh, let me. So I know a little something about this, Cliff, because you uh-oh. and I we used to film weddings, you know, uh-oh. back in the day. So I will tell you something that that uh, not a famous, just some random photographer I met told me <laughs> that was a great piece of advice when it comes to filming friends' weddings. They said, you know, people don't. don't understand how much... Well, that that was the first thing. And then they said, if you're stupid enough to still do it, then, you know, people don't understand how much work goes into things like that. So they said... He said, well, the thing you should do is... Because a lot of times people are like, oh, you wanna, you're charging that much? That's a lot. I, I would... If I were them, I would send a bill over. And I would say, here's how much I charge for the photography. And just put like $500, whatever you want to put. And then put like friend discount, free photography but and then put like um uh developing you know the uh is the responsibility of the the bride or whatever like that's just insane they asked them to come well first of all really what they should have done to begin with i know we can't go back in time but was to say i will come but i just want to make sure like are, are you paying for the film are you paying for my time or am i just what's happening you gotta you gotta be clear if i could turn back time if but I we can't. Find a way. So yeah, send them an invoice. 
Send him an invoice. Invoice. And then tell him to get the hell off your lawn. The invoice of an angel. Kendall, I've got to take a break. All this butter is backing up on me. I, you know, <laughs> I'm still waiting on these tortillas, and I've got to go. I gotta go. Well, I, you know, I know that you said don't have any more butter, but I am really eyeing booth twelve over there. It's got oh. garlic and all kind of chives and things, and it looks really oh, good. Oh God! Ew. So, all, all right. right. Well, we'll be right back Whatever. after this. Well, we may or may not have more butter. Don't touch that dial. There's more sass on the way. Stay tuned for more Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. What's puzzling you, Ethelbert? One of those quizzes. And it says here, uh, what are these men famous for? Sidney Porter, Samuel Clemens, Charles Dodgson. Well, they're all great authors. Well, how come I never heard of them? Well, you would if they printed their pen names. They're O. Henry, Mark Twain, and Lewis Carroll. Well, I'll be... Those names are famous. Everybody knows them. Mm-hmm. Like everybody knows Anchor Hawking, the most famous name in glass. And now, welcome back to the show. Yeah. Yeah. My my bowels. Oh, Oh, Lord. You know, I picked up some butter in booth X5. Oh, my. I thought it was a. Oh, dear. I told you X5 was way too spicy for you. I'm sorry, Sugar Lump. I was. I assumed. Oh, my. I assumed it was a mild lemon butter, but it was actually a ghost pepper butter, boys. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Here, here. Have a tortilla. Oh, yeah, I think I need a double day, double tortilla. Oh, oh. oh, here you go, dear. I have extra. Oh, well, yeah, sit there, eat that for a while. We're just going to do a little, just kind of relaxing in its way, a subject called hot subjects. <laughs> Oh, it's going to melt all the butter. My bowels are not ready for that, bowels. Not today. Scoot that way a little bit and point that way. But it'll this will be over really quick. It'll be over before you know it. Just got to... The sooner you're into it, the sooner you're out of it. There you go. Only way out is through. That's the way I like to think of that. Yeah. Kendall? Just like a butter fountain. Like a butter fountain. All right. Kendall, do you want to go first? Do you have a hot subject? What do you, what do you want? Sure. All right. Let's go. I mean, I'll go. What do you want? Uh, so, yes. okay. The folks at Busheltown Community Group were just trying to give their little part of the world a splash of color for summer, but they made a huge mistake. 
They accidentally, I don't know how you make this mistake. They accidentally planted some cannabis plants in a flower bed in front of the community center. Oh, oh my no. goodness, dear. <laughs> yeah, well, Why? luckily, a passing gardener spotted the mistake, and but it had been there for a couple mm. days. Can you believe that? We had cannabis plants just in the flower bed of the community center for days. What a world, what a world. That's all I got to say. What a world. Isn't that, isn't that terrible? Well, I mean, this, some may say. Well, some may. So you can say what you got to say. All right, Kendall, sorry. A North Carolina woman made a pretty big mistake, guys. It's a, so big a mistake, it's turned into a hot subject. It's so hot, we can only hope our listeners are prepared and they're wearing flame retardant underwear <laughs> because uh, this North Carolina woman apparently seeking revenge on her ex-boyfriend tried to set fire to a house owned by somebody else according to the sheriff's office this Rowan County Sheriff's Office said in a report that a homeowner in Gold Hill was awakened and by a neighbor who saw a woman just trying to set fire to the dang house. There were bundles of wood and fire on the front porch, and the deputies found a jug of oil that was used to start it. Was that an accident that she burnt the wrong house? Or? She burned the wrong house. Yeah, she... Uh, oh, my God. So anyway, the homeowner grabbed a rifle, confronted the woman, and but law enforcement and emergency pros, uh, personnel approached. The woman drove off, but... You know, I guess they caught her. The woman has been uh, charged with first degree arson, <gasps> assault, assault <gasps> with a deadly weapon, and larceny of an animal. Because I guess there was an animal. Cause, oh, because they took, I don't know, something about the animal. <laughs> and, but Bond was set at $101,500, and it could not Whoa. be determined to, you know, when they, the time of this reporting of this hot subject. They just couldn't tell if she had an attorney or not. They, it was unclear to them. So, <laughs> well, she couldn't even tell which house she was burning, much less knew if she had an attorney. Well, there you go. It's a world's mixed up, upside down kind of a place, Kendall, and that's a oh. hot subject. So many mistakes, dear, oh. like the mistake of a oh, yeah. here at this time, dear. You see, Mr. Snodbottom, dear, he's the poor. Oh, so I'm so sorry, dear. We really should go, dear. He's not feeling too well. Uh, well, hold on just one minute. On. I got another mistake for oh, you no. before you go. Kendall's the full of The mayor of, of California. <laughs> That's what my mom always said. The mayor at a California city said an error by contractors was responsible for the zigzagging lane lines mm. in a city road that left some residents scratching their heads. Mm-mm. The residents lit up social media with photos and videos showing this bizarre pattern of lines painted recently on Lad Lane. And the yellow lines on the center of the road and the white lines on the shoulder were painted in a zigzag pattern. Uh, somebody said, I saw it in the afternoon on the way home, and I thought, whoa, this is the strangest thing I've ever seen. Um, but they said the contractor plans to paint it correctly with no charge to the taxpayers. <gasps> well, I'm glad to hear that last part, at least. Has Charles been moonlighting out in California? Some walk by night, some fly no, by day. Car Kendall, you can't expect me to not sing the theme song to moonlighting when you say the word 
moonlighting. I never expect you to not sing anything. Kendall, I have another hot subject. I'm glad everybody's settled in, ready for another one. Residents. Oh, dear, really? Uh, <laughs> oh, Mr. Snowbound, your face is in such a grimace. You're looking a little pale. Residents of an Iowa city said maintenance being performed on the municipality's sanitary sewers is <laughs> having an unusual hot side effect. Well, guess what? It causes their <laughs> toilets to overflow. Oh, locals whoa, in Johnston, not good. Johnston, <laughs> Iowa, said their toilets have been overflowing in recent days. We're used to that, Kendall. Just <laughs> imagine what would happen if we would have been in this city. <laughs> uh, but you know, the, it was a oh, result no. of this work. And the one person, she said, if I didn't have the toilet seat down, it probably would have shot out. It was that much pressure, and it was a humming oh noise. The city said on its website that residents should keep toilet lids closed while not in use. <laughs> oh, I thought of a great joke, but I'm not going to say it right here in front of you, Mrs. Butter 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 Church. We got to get out of here. Lois. Oh, let's get you yes, out of here. Come think on, let's go. Get- only some more butter could possibly kill this. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Um, Cliff, I was going to say, you said it was like a humming sound. I was going to say, oh, that was just that unknown animal called the humming turd. (laughs) Come on, that was genius. Kendall, there's more shows to be had. There's Miss Cleary, (laughs) there's still fun to be had. And the fun that we're going to have in this last part of the show... We, it's nowhere near over because we have a countdown. We have a mini countdown oh, 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 oh. of slippery things. Now, I want to say that since we've already spoken so much about butter, butter in any form should not be on the list. <laughs> okay. That's approved. Do you have any other rules before we start? Uh, other <laughs> rules may be applied midway through. So we're going to go ahead okay. and... <laughs> Flip the space coin. <laughs> okay. Call it. Butts tail for the butter. Butt tail butter. Oh, it's tails, Cliff. Tails. Tails is old tails as time. Tails be a button. All right. Slippery. Kendall, what is so slippery that it's just you could barely even hold on to it? I'm going to say... Now, Kendall, this may be on your list, but, you know, we'll, we'll just have to go with it because nothing, well, I'm not, not nothing, five things, I guess, are more slippery than this, but <laughs> few things are slippery as this, and thank goodness we don't have, nobody's ever asked us to do this. I don't, I don't think anyone has asked to you, you to do it unless they have a very sick sense of humor. Mud wrestling. Mud wrestlers <laughs> are slippery. No, well, that is a good one, Cliff. And I didn't have it on my list. And wherever I go, there's usually a, they, people come up and they're like, I just want to make sure you're not going to be mud wrestling at all, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, I, <laughs> now, Cliff, you know that I would never get in mud anyway. It's too <laughs> dirty um, and too slippery. You could really... Pop a hip out of socket. You could mud wrestling. Yeah, after you know, popping in a lock or whatever is good. Being hip, it's hip to be square. But yeah, uh-uh. it's too gross, even hip, for me. It's hip to be cool. Uh, you know, I live in filth. Eat out of the garbage. Even for, oh, that's. 
but uh, uh-uh. I was gonna say, that's saying something. If it's too filthy for you, <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh God, Wait, I'm so glad. No, they never asked us to do that on Busheltown. Hello, could have done it. Uh, let me just write that down so I don't forget, because you know how bad my memory is. Midnight. All right. Not a sound Number from the five. Has the yes. Number five. On the most slippery things, Cliff. Now I have, I have personally slipped on this next one Uh-oh. many times, many many times. Uh-oh. I have done the old uh, America's Funniest Home Videos Uh-oh. as I was going to throw my ball down the bowling lane. Oh. I stepped across the line. I just went whoop and fell on my back whoop, right there whoop, in the bowling lane. Whoop, it is so slick. I mean, it's supposed to be, whoop, but it whoop, is slick. Don't ever walk on it. Really? Whoop, 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 Even in bowling shoes, you slipped. Oh yeah. Do, you don't don't you know they put like an oil down for the ball to spin? They've got this device that rides along the lane and it puts down an even layer of this oil, so you're not supposed to step out. There. Oh, like in the lane, lane. Yeah, uh, yeah, in the lane. Over the well, that's your fault for stepping over the line. I said it was. <laughs> Guilty. Your Honor, I rest my case. Guilty, Your Honor. I rest my case. I'm guilty. <laughs> I've got a signed confession. All right. <laughs> so, uh, the bowling I'm taking lane. you to the food court, Cliff. <laughs> Anybody want to play uh, Match J again? No, not now. Uh, Kendo, I've got, now this, I have so many slippery things. So many that it just, depending upon how things go, multiple ties may be forthcoming. (laughs) But, oh, well, all right. For this one, I'm going to say, now this, this is slippery. It's slippery, especially when wet. It's the Bon Jovi album, Slippery When Wet. Kendall from 1986. Do you remember this album? I don't, I don't know if I recognize the album name, but I probably know some songs off the album. Oh, there's no doubt in my mind, Kendall, that you know. Now, have you ever slipped on a uh, slippery when wet Bon Jovi album? <laughs> multiple times. What are you? Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, multiple times I have. And uh, all right, so just some of the slippery songs you might have heard. These are, now these take me all the way back, Kendall. All the way back. Oh, Kendall, you know, <laughs> listen, doesn't it just take you back to here? You give love a bad name. Remember that one? Is that Slippery When Wet? Yeah, it's from Slippery When Wet. Oh, I told you I knew some songs off of it. I yeah. just didn't know the album title. Well, you, it was always inside you. All along, all you had to do. That must be why I always flip when I hear that song. Probably. And then you're one of your favorite songs. You put it on some kind of countdown. Living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. Yeah. And then, of course, don't you remember this song? Wanted, dead or alive. Dead or alive. Yeah, I do. I know all those songs. See how slippery is this album? So slippery. Slippery. It was so slippery, I didn't even know the name of the album. Slippery. Slipped right through my mind. 
You've you've never heard of like you've never heard of the album if I say Slippery When Wet. The reason I don't know the name of it because I I have a really bad habit of knowing all these songs and hearing the songs on the radio or or being in different you know random shuffles or playlists and mm-hmm. things, but I've never like actually sought that album out to and and like listen to it. So, well, there you go. There's the answer. So there you go. There's you the heard answer. Are you here first, folks? That was number three. Number three. Now, Cliff, this next one. This next one is very, very slick. Very slippery. It's it's right there in the name of the thing itself. We, I don't know if you did, but I had many times I slipped on these things, Cliff. It was a slip and slide. (laughs) So slippery. Didn't you love a good old slip and slide? Did you ever play with slip and slide? I did, and uh, we've spoken about it before. And so, longtime listeners are they're pulling out their diaries, I'm like, "Yep, it's in this episode." But you know, when m- my biggest memory is if you slide all the way down to the end of the slip and slide, you always slide into some of that, those prickly weeds that grow in the middle of your yard. And, or a rock. <laughs> or sometimes kindergarten rock. I, you know, I got the prickly weeds. Which is better? I say I'll take a rock. But but you must, you must remember this. You must admit you must that it's slick, all right. It's slippery. Remember this. Now, a kiss we used to put. Still a kiss. A sigh. Still a sigh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, 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 Kendall? Well, we'll wait. No. No, the thing that I used to do all the time is put, when I was a kid, was we put baby oil on slipping flies. And man, you thought it was slippery before. Apply as Kendall slips by. (laughs) I went so fast. All right, Kendall, I've got to say number two. I've slipped on this. Have you slipped on this? It's a thing Maybe. that if people, if you think of the classic thing to slip on, what do you think of? A banana peel. Slipping on a banana peel. Banana peels. Slippery. Can do it. Also feeds into this song I know I can play. Hold on. Glad you said it because I was, if it wasn't on there, I was going to have oh, to add it. It also is the name of a new single. From my <laughs> box set, 40 for 40. I see what you did there. It was, I didn't do anything. It just happened. Slipping on banana peels. It's one of my new dance singles. About to take over the dance charts. And every time I think I've outdone myself, I outdo myself again. And that's just what you got to know about me. Even though I have slipped on a banana peel, I did it once to be funny. And it was hilarious, but it also taught me the lesson. They're slippery. They are slippery. They are slippery. There's a reason. It's not a well, not a myth. Excuse me, myth. It was not a myth. Either. Excuse me, myth. It's for real. 
Cliff, I almost didn't put it on my Ooh. list because I thought for sure when I said banana peel, you'd say, well, Kendall, we, that goes without saying, banana peel is the slipperiest thing of all and we don't talk about it. Well, well, well. <laughs> there you go, Kendall. Always, it's good that we can still surprise each other after all these years as time that it is. goes by. Eddie, that it is. Yeah. And when two lovers woo, they still say, I love you. On this you can reply. No, no, butter, butter goers. It's not Josh Groban. Oh, my God. I'm not Michael Butterblay. It's me, Cliff, from the show. Yes. They are, they are crowning Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn the Butter Queen uh, of the festival. Well, I figured that of was a course. foregone conclusion. I came. I already wrote that oh, in my diary for today. And Mr. Snodbottom, he's the Butter Baron. He's the Butter Baron. Oh, is that why he's wearing that big robe, or do you think it's covering some stains? <laughs> I think that's to hide the fact that he had a big old bowel attack <laughs> a minute ago. Well, far be it uh, from... Buttery bowel attack. Oh. All right, I'm so grossed out by that. Phrase. I, well, I, let's go ahead and reveal the number one because I've got. A, I may have to go blorch. Well, I was gonna say bowel waste, Ugh. but I changed my okay. mind. No, Cliff, the most slippery thing in the world, the thing that I have personally almost broke my ass on oh, many, no. many times, is some slippery ass ice. Mm. Oh, Cliff, you know when it snows, it rains, it pours, it sleets, it snows, it ice. VIP. Let's kick it. It's all over the ice, ground, ice, and you baby. can't even stand up. You're right, Kendall. What? Boom, 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 ba da dum, boom. When you boom, 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 ba da dum, boom. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. I sit back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly, flow like a harpoon. When you're right, you're right, Kendall. I and I'm right. And well, this. Let me just revel in that. I don't usually get that feeling on the show. That's enough revelry from you, Kendall. I've got to get, <laughs> I've got to get out there because I, you know, I think the tortillas are starting to do their job, and I'm really hungry. I was going to try to be eat real healthy today, uh, but after those, uh, you know, because my limit, I said, Cliff, you're going to the butter thing, four and a half sticks of butter. That's your limit. Then you can still call it a good day, feel healthy. But I think I'm going to have to go a little bit over my prescribed limit because just all of this butter looks so good i want to go dip some bread over in that and you know oh ooh, doesn't it look so good it does and for once i made the smart decision to not make a pact with myself <laughs> i'm eating as much damn butter as i want today go get me that fountain i want to go swimming how many packs do you make with yourself on the average week i don't make many packs anymore i've, I've learned that i can't keep them why try <sighs> I don't paint myself <laughs> into corners anymore. Refer back to the Chubby Challenge, Cliff, and you'll know there are no more packs. I don't think I don't think society needs to refer that far back. Give me a give me a pack of butter. That's all I oh, want. Oh, there's my pack. a lot. Of, are there free packs? I brought a big extra large bag just in case there were. <laughs> Good. Let's go get some samples. You know, I have a whole drawer in my refrigerator at home. It's just the like the. Samples like little ketchup bags 
and I know ranch, that's, that's what dippers. you offer me every time I come over. Well, that's you want some butter, some ketchup. It's the only thing that I can guarantee is in the because <laughs> I can't keep other things stocked in there because I make too many pacts with myself that, that I then break. The the real analogy here is the amount of packs that I make with myself and then break. I am both Native American tribes and the United States government because I've broken that many treaties and pacts <laughs> with myself, and it is a disgrace. Well, let's go break another one, Cliff. It's a disgrace. Oh, one more. Well, I mean, it's so many now. What's one more? All right. One more amongst friends. One amongst friends can slip in on banana peels. You're going to love that one. Not as funny as it feels. All right. is not as funny as it feels. You could easily bust your ass. Slipping on the bed and the bees, he's not as 